Hello and welcome to the Life Church Audio Podcast. We hope that you find these messages encouraging, life-giving, and ultimately get you closer to Jesus. Enjoy the message. Hello, Life Church. I hope you are all doing fantastic. I am thrilled to be speaking today and really honored that I actually get to do this. Today, we'll be talking about hearing the voice of God and why it is so important to not only listen, but also respond. And I know that this is a topic that many pastors and teachers and theologians have taught on. There's a ton of stuff out on YouTube and the podcast world about hearing the voice of God. But I still feel like this is something that I need to talk about today. So please lean in, listen, And afterwards, let's just respond to this message. Now, before we get to this, we have to realize that in order for us to hear, we actually need to be present in the moment. And we also need to know and understand in order to respond to what we hear. See, today, many of you are going to respond differently to what you hear. And although all of you hear the same thing today, Each of you will interpret it differently and respond in different ways. So my prayer today is that you would open up your heart and open up your mind for God to speak to you today. Because that's just what he might do. He might just speak to you right now. Okay, I don't know about you, but have you ever asked the questions, how do I hear the voice of God? Or why does God even speak to me? And why should he speak to me? Or do I need faith to hear God speak? I know I've asked those questions. We've been talking about this thing called faith for a couple of weeks now. And please make sure to go and listen to those messages on our YouTube or podcast channel, This Is Life Church, so that we can all understand and um, this topic about faith more and grow together in all of this. It is so important for us to understand that hearing the voice of God is directly connected to your faith. Faith and hearing God go hand in hand. When we have faith, we are more likely open to hear what God is saying. In fact, we actually tend to welcome it more. Hearing God then reinforces our faith even more. And that's the cycle that only makes us stronger and stronger in our faith. Let's read together Romans 10, verse 17. It says, Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. John 8, 47 says, Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. So, all of us have the ability to hear God. God is the creator and author of all life, so that means that all life belongs to Him. But let's just back up a little bit and um, let's just go and have a look and see where this concept of speaking, hearing, and responding even come from. Today, we're going to look at four things. Number one, let's ask this question. Why does God speak? Well, let's go straight to the beginning of the Bible. You know, the part that everyone knows. All believers probably know this, and actually most of the people in the world probably knows this. If they've heard of the Bible, they'll be able to tell you what happened right in the beginning of it. Actually, if we had a game going and we were to put a multiple choice question right here on the screen saying, 
Which one of the following scriptures is found in the beginning of the Bible? Is it A, for God so loved the world? Is it B, love your neighbor as yourself? Is it C, God said, let there be light? Or is it D, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want? Come on, you know what it is. It's C, it's option C, obviously, and you don't even have to phone a friend or ask the audience, I would hope. You see, the whole of Genesis 1 says it all for us, and God said, let there be light. God said, let the waters in the, the sky separate. God said, God said, God said. He said it all, he spoke it all. Scriptures began with the voice of God, and the voice of God is a recurring theme throughout the Bible. And wherever God spoke, he created. And where God creates, there is life. When God speaks, things tend to happen. So why does God speak to us? He speaks to us to create, to give new life. And you know what? True life really happens when you hear the voice of God and when you respond to what God is saying to you. Remember John 8, 47, we just read that. Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. Can you hear the voice of God? This brings me to number two. What does it sound like when God speaks? And how does he speak? That's a question many of us have actually asked. Now, we might not know what it sounded like when God said, let there be light. Actually, I can't even imagine it. I don't know what it sounded like, but here are some of the ways that we do know what it sounds like when God speaks. When God speaks, he might be using his word, the Bible. He might speak through Jesus, the Holy Spirit, creation, nature, other people, or music, or circumstances, or dreams and visions. These are just a couple of examples that we actually find in the Bible on how God speaks to us. One thing to take note of that is that God's voice will always match his intentions. And God's voice will always match his character. Let's read together John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him, Nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. Jesus. See, when Jesus walked the earth, he was God speaking in flesh and blood. God speaking through Jesus also shows his fatherly character. God speaking through creation might show his creativity and his life. God speaking through his Holy Spirit might show how intimate he is and how caring he is and how wise he is. Romans 8:14 says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. For those who are led, those who hear from the Spirit of God are the children of God. Your father is speaking to you. Now, I've heard God speak to me personally in many of those ways that I just mentioned. And for example, 
Before I moved to Canada, I felt that God was speaking to me directly to my heart about him wanting me to be in Canada. And that was a conversation between me and God. But then all of a sudden that conversation turned into this conference call when Andreas came into the picture and God started speaking to him about me. And while me and Andreas lived in different countries and didn't know each other, God was still speaking to both of us about the same thing. You see, God didn't speak to Andreas about me behind my back, but God started to involve Andreas in our on ongoing conversation. And it's probably because I was scared or just too stubborn or afraid to respond to what he was saying to me. So with that example, God spoke through his word, through his Holy Spirit to our hearts and also through other people. So did I need faith to hear God's voice in all of that? Yes, of course I did. And Andreas needed faith. You know, faith isn't just this man-made thing. Faith does start with God's intention and it comes straight from him. Remember when I said earlier that God's voice will always match his intention? And that when God speaks, he actually creates and where he creates, he brings life. So when we ask the question, what does God's voice sound like? Well, God's voice sounds like life. I can say today with confidence that when God spoke to me back then, new life was in the making. I mean, looking at it now, I have a beautiful wife, seven months old boy, stronger relationship with Jesus and incredible people around me and so much more. I wouldn't have been able to step into that if I didn't listen and if I didn't respond. Now, it doesn't matter where his voice comes from, okay? Whether it comes from scripture, music, nature, creation, or others around us, what matters is that we do not refuse his voice, but we receive it. We gotta lean in and listen because God's voice will, move, will always move toward life. So this leads us into point number three. Point number three. How do I lean in to hear God's voice? All throughout the Bible, we read about people like Moses and Jacob and Solomon, Isaiah, Jonah, Hosea, Sarah, Ezekiel, Elijah, David, Zechariah, Jesus, and so many more who were all able to hear God speak to them. And one thing that they all had in common is that they all had to listen. And they all chose to listen to the voice of God. For some, it was harder than the other. Listening is about giving respect to the one that is speaking to you and then doing what they say. You know, real listening takes effort and it takes action. We have this method in songwriting called active listening. And that's where you pay close attention to everything that's being said because there might just be a good lyric in there. And in church, it looks like um, listening to when people are praying, when the sermon is being given, any conversation around you, and then writing down all these notes so that you can go back later and maybe put them to a melody. Active listening just means to always listen. 
It's very simple. And that's what we got to do with God. We have to always listen. We see this in this Hebrew word Shema, which is translated to hear, listen, or pay attention to, responding to what you hear. And it was a Jewish prayer that's found in the book of Deuteronomy. And in the Old Testament, um, it was also part of keeping a covenant. And when, um, when the people of Israel came to Mount, Mount Sinai, God said in Exodus 19.5, Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations, you will be my treasured possession. The word obey there is also in the Hebrew scripture, Shema. And it's actually written twice there, Shema, Shema, which means to listen closely. And from God's view, it was that if the people would only listen, they would also keep my covenant. Today, that's a great example for us when it comes to listening to God. We got to listen closely so that we can live in the promises of God. Now, here's another thing that I found quite interesting. Back in the day, people used to drive to places knowing exactly which street to turn on. And they knew exactly how far it is and how long it'll take to get to a certain place. But something happened and Google Maps became a thing. Now we're driving, staring at our phone and listening to this almost human-like voice that's telling us where to go. In simple layman's terms, if you don't get where this is going yet, let me just explain it like this. The Bible could be like Google Maps for you, the visual map. And the voice that's narrating that direction that you see is God's Spirit. Listening and following instructions has become such a normal thing for us when we're driving now. But sometimes it seems like that's where it ends. And we only follow instructions when we choose to enter the destination. Yeah, I know. Isaiah 30, 21 says this, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying that this is the way, walk in it. If you're lost in the woods somewhere, there is no written or drawn out map that will lead you out of it. God's voice is the one that can lead you because he will call you by name and actually lead you out because God's voice gives direction. So my question now is, do you listen to the voice of God? Do you listen for the voice of God to lead and direct you? Now, I'm not talking about which street to turn on, although I do that too sometimes. I'm talking about the kind of life direction where you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is say, hey God, what do you want to do in and through me today? What would you like to say to me today? What would you like to say through me today? Speak, Lord. I'm listening. Now, I know many of us sometimes want a word from God, and then we just open up our Bibles, we twirl our finger, and we just put it down on a page, and we think that that is the word that God is speaking to us, that God has for us today. Now, that actually shows a bit of immaturity in faith because you're using the Bible and gravity to force what you think God is speaking to you. I'm sorry. 
instead of actually speaking to him and, and waiting for him to speak back to you. Don't be like that. Sometimes that does happen where you open the Bible and you know some verse might jump out over the rest and that could be God speaking to you in that moment. But don't go looking for a word from God when you don't even wanna take the time to sit down and listen for his voice. I wanna tell you today that you do need to step up. You gotta have faith, you gotta lean in and hear God speaking to you. A long time ago, Andreas preached the message on hearing God's voice and he talked about the whisper of God, the whisper of God and that God is peaceful and gentle and that when someone is whispering to you, you actually gotta get really close to them in order to hear them. Remember what I said earlier about the voice of God showing his character? Now, could it be true that sometimes God whispers to us in order for us to get closer to him? Do you hear God speaking yet? So what happens when we hear God speak? We got to respond, right? Brings me to point number four. I'm not going to be long today. We're almost done. Responding when God speaks. Let's read 1 Samuel 3 together. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli's dad and said, here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. And again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you. Go back, lie down. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. That's very important. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli again. How frustrating. And said, here I am, you called me. And Eli, Eli realized that God was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there calling as the other times. Oh, this is great because now God actually, <laughs> now God is with him right there saying, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. What a great response. Many of us don't even know what the voice of God sounds like. So we got to take time to get to know it. Leo, our little boy is seven months old now, and it's been such an incredible thing to see how he is starting to respond to our voices now. He can't talk yet, but he knows our voices. But it took time and it's still gonna take some time for him to really know what our voices sound like. So my question to you now is, does God know what your voice sounds like? Probably, but maybe that makes you think, do you speak to him enough? So when God speaks to you, you gotta respond. Don't refuse his voice. Don't reject what he is saying to you. 
Hebrews 2 verse 1 says, we must pay the most careful attention and therefore to what we have heard so that we do not drift away, so that we don't refuse. Is it maybe possible that God has been speaking to you all along, but you've just been refusing his voice? You've just been refusing to listen to him because of all the other things that you are listening to. If you want a life, to, if you want your life to be guided by the voice of God, and if you want your life to be the outcome of God's creativity, God's creative life-giving voice, and not your own, then you actually have to make time to listen and to respond. All of God's creativity comes from his voice. And where God has spoken, He creates. And when He creates, there is life. So, if you want the life that God has planned and spoken over you, you got to start listening. What is God saying to you right now? What has God been saying to you these last few weeks? Make room for His voice to bring new life and direction to you every single day because God wants to speak to you. As much as I wanted to, I know that my voice cannot create stars, galaxies, the mountains and seas, but God's voice can, and actually God's voice did do that. So I would rather choose to listen to His voice than to my own or someone on Instagram or Facebook or the news, people who I don't even know. So as a follower of Jesus and a child of God, you cannot navigate this life without the voice of God. You know, maybe you've never met Jesus or seen what He is like, or even heard His voice, or even know how to start listening to His voice. It can all start by reading the Word, reading and seeing visually what is written in the Word, and then just waiting. Without speaking, you got to keep quiet. You just got to wait and pay attention to your heartbeat and that little unexplainable gentle voice that is actually in all of us. And you'll hear God starting to speak to you. When you have a relationship with Jesus, you start to realize that the voice that's always been guiding you in the right way has been God all along. So yes, God has been speaking to you. God is speaking all the time. He's speaking to you right now, but it's up to you to either refuse His voice or embrace it. Why don't we pray together? God, thank you so much that we actually get to listen to your voice. Thank you that you are speaking to us all the time. God, I pray that our hearts would be open to what you want to say to us every single day. May our ears be open for your voice. And God, when you whisper, we will come close. We will draw close to you, God. You say in your word that if we draw close, you draw even closer to us. So Lord, this is us opening up, saying that we want to hear you more. And that we will listen and we will respond. If that's your prayer today, just say with us, Amen. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on the Life Church audio podcast. 
If this message spoke to you, go ahead and share it with your friends and family. And let's get the Word of God into the lives of more people out there. For more information about us, go to thisislifechurch.com. And remember that we can make a difference by loving people.